Welcome back to another episode of the Ring 'em Up podcast, man. We are here just the day before the Wild Card series uh, start tomorrow, so it is more exciting than ever. And I know we say this every time, but man, I'm so excited for this postseason. Um, obviously, we got Carlos here today, but we also got Jose with us, gentlemen. How are we doing today? Good, good, man. Super excited. It's Christmas Eve for me. I know you felt the same way, and I can always think about where I'm at postseason. Obviously personally been spoiled to be a part of you know 10 plus postseasons in a row but uh carlos what's up man how you feel we're good man uh like you said it is uh the day before christmas for us baseball fans uh things are about to get down um we got some very exciting series coming up and i don't know man it's just exciting exciting times like always even though i don't have a horse in the race it's uh exciting times so just to fill everybody in obviously on where the season ended we had a lot of excitement with the west who was going to stay in who was going to win it right so the orioles ended up winning the east so tampa bay gets the first seat of the wild card houston ended up coming on top of the west right and so texas fills in uh, that second wild card spot and then toronto ended up with the last one over there in the west so i mean shit fucking happened seattle didn't make it unfortunately that was the one team i wanted there i mean obviously we wanted them to knock out i mean personally selfishly i wanted houston just sit home and just you know not be involved at all that would have been that would have been ideal. but now for carlos's sake he has a rooting interest for everybody that's playing against houston so you got that to look forward to. yeah well to be honest with you i'd rather have houston in there over toronto i was really hoping somehow three teams of the west would have made it and toronto would have you know, sad. I hate Toronto more than anybody. I think Tor- I don't think Toronto's a good team. I, I don't. Mean, I, don't. I just think they've I mean, performed every year since they were supposed to be the AL East yeah. champions for the past three years. And I they mean, haven't. obviously they did good enough to get there to get past Seattle. I mean, did they have Seattle schedule? No, obviously not. But you know, I mean, it is what it is. I think Seattle would have been a way better matchup because they more than likely get past the Twins and then they got to face Houston again. So, I mean. That Who knows what happens? Exciting. That would have been exciting. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Fun. It would have been fun. It would have been a whole lot better. You know, now it's going to be a crapshoot between the the Twins and Toronto, and then they're just going to probably get swept and by Houston. No, I mean, I'll say that. maybe they win one. It's what best of five, right? I mean, the what are DS they? is best of five. You know what yeah. I mean? So maybe they win one, but I don't see them really putting up too much of a fight. Over on the uh, NL side, um, Braves and Dodgers. Obviously, we knew that was a done deal from forever ago. Uh, Philly takes the first wild card spot. Those look; those guys look very dangerous and kind of scary, in my opinion. Correct. Uh, they'll be playing the Marlins. Uh, the Marlins ended up winning that second wild card spot, and then the Brewers will be playing the Diamondbacks, locked up number six there. So, obviously, a lot of exciting stuff. Um, what matchup y'all want to break down first? You pick Carlos. Uh, let's stay. Let's stay in the AL. First, right, AL first. One. So pick the one. Twins in Toronto. Twins or? In, uh, let's go Tampa Bay, Texas. In my opinion, the most exciting matchup. Um, in I the think first this, round, I agree. I in the first round, yes. I, I think this is the most evenly matched up team. I wish it was in prime time instead of you know lunchtime. It's the first game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the first game of the day. One uh, one oh eight uh, Mountain Time, which is really shitty because I mean we're all at work at that time, so it's going to be one of those where you just kind of listen to the broadcast and follow along that way. For those who can't watch it. But, yeah, I think, in my opinion, this is the most exciting series to watch. Shoot some uh, takes, Carlos. What you got? So, for this game, for this series, I honestly think um, I think Tampa Bay comes up ahead. I'm just going to throw out my prediction. Uh, so I Tampa think, Bay wins? I think Tampa Bay wins this division, and here's why. I think their, I think their offense says, honestly, yes, I know Texas had the crazy run differential, and they've been, they've been hot as of late. But I think Tampa Bay has just the upper hand in pitching. I think they have... The couple guys that they need to really it, it's going to be the deciding factor here i don't think texas is deep in pitching and i think that's what's going to be their achilles heel regardless if they get through tampa bay i mean they don't have their best pitcher right now is jordan montgomery and don't get me wrong he's been lights out he's been an ace for them since he's you know transitioned over but apart from him like they don't really have i mean dane dunning they have well and you've kind of seen it through through the last same month of the season you know what i mean they honestly kind of struggled that last month the whole second half obviously the big lead that they have to start the year and everything that they had built up and then all of a sudden the second half they didn't even win the division anymore right so you really saw that pitching kind of come to a fault it crumbled uh, i mean they, and it was not all you know it's due to injury and well, then, Scherzer, losing Scherzer was obviously And then Evaldi big, right? is back, kind of, but you, they, not really because he yeah. hasn't pitched well in over a month. And the one thing, though, and 
I don't know if you were going to go right into your prediction, but I was going to say if anybody can make a uh, matchup based on feel, if anybody, if there's any manager in the field right now that was able to do it and do it successfully is Bruce Bochy. That um, is true just because so he's got all the experience in the world. Jordan Montgomery goes out there, and let's say he does give him six-plus innings, and the Rangers slug the shit out of Taylor Glasnow, who Glasnow has his duds. He has his duds yeah. every now and then, right? Then game two can look a little something like Martin Perez out of the, you know, starts a couple innings, three, four innings. Then they go to Dane Dunning. Or, I mean, shit, Andrew Heaney might th- th- yeah, throw in Andrew some crazy. You know what I'm saying? It, it's one of those things where if anybody can do it, Bruce Bochy can put that together. That's true. Because that offense, if that goes, Tampa Bay, not saying they can't keep up with it. Obviously, they are more than capable, but Bruce Boshi can make it happen. Now, still paper-thin rotation, and that's the rotation. The bullpen is ass uh, for the Rangers. Yeah. And you I don't mean, have really— on, You're relying on Aroldis Chapman that's given up probably the most. No, this is, this, is, this is his highlight time. This is where he makes his— uh, No. This is where his highlights no, come out no, right here. No, I don't think so. No, yeah. man. I don't think so either. You know, it's going to be one of those things, like you mentioned, it's, like I was saying with the, the bullpen, is you don't trust anybody for any high-leverage innings. Will Smith's not the same Will Smith that was with the Braves and with the Brewers, for that matter. Jose LeClaire, I mean, you know, he's going to give you, you know, what he does— there's not a guy in that bullpen you could look at and say, hey, I'm going to need two innings out of you. I need six outs. And, uh, you know, the, the Rays, for that matter, they plug and play. They've been ready. You know, they were sitting back. They knew exactly what they were going to get into. They just needed to pick one of the three teams that was going to come out. They landed where they landed, and they're more than ready. Now, would it be fun if the Rangers win? Of course. Like, if the Rangers win, you know, and they go and play a very young and inexperienced Oriole team in the next round, who's to say that it would be an all-Texas championship ALC series is, right yeah. but that's very true and i can honestly civil war i can honestly see them coming out uh beating tampa bay too honestly i don't know what it is about tampa that every i mean it's, tampa's flaky man tampa's i mean you've seen it for the past couple of years yeah. they make it to the postseason and then they're always out in that first round well and you they're shorthanded I mean? this year compared to the other years you know, so, yeah I mean, so, I mean it's 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 are we just gonna see another and as much as i don't you know what i mean i don't really necessarily have i guess a preference over one or the other i think it would be cool to see the rangers kind of move on just for that reason too, that you can possibly see a Texas ALCS, right? You know what I mean. So, but I, I, am just concerned that Tampa Bay is still going to be the Tampa Bay. Well, Tampa Bay, um, you know, they started off super hot. They definitely had a crazy cool down, but for the last six weeks or so, they've been, you know, more or less the Tampa Bay that was being the season. They just find guys, plug them in, and make it happen. Their bullpen is their bullpen is one of their strengths. They're going to be able to make it happen with all these guys that are have been written off. Like you, you never, you never know. These guys can plug and play. Now, Rangers bang better than anybody not named the Braves, more yeah, or less. That's... So, if that comes out, you know, being that they'll be the away team, they can come and send a statement. You know, they come out send a statement to to get that first game going, and then anything can happen. But the lack of depth in the pitching is going to have me leaning Rays because they've been there. Kevin Cash has been there. Yeah, but he can't figure out how to get past the first round. Uh, the thing was, what do you? I mean, he's been to a World Series, um, and Mickey Mouse, and whatever. Um, so <laughs> he, he, I can't discount that. But obviously, if you put him up against Bruce Bochy, I always pick Bruce Bochy because yeah. the pedigree, right? Yeah. But you need pitching to win, and it would take a Picasso masterclass. To make you, it through, you do need pitching to win, but in a three-game series, that becomes pretty easy. You need to win. You know, you, know you I mean? need to be at your best you for need, eighteen innings. Yeah, you need to win two games. But and, let's just put this perspective. So they do go Jordan Montgomery one, and then he gives them six plus, and then they go to I mean, the Andrew, guys that they trust. Andrew Haney the other day went out and gave them six plus. I think against. Uh, uh, Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, if he's if he's capable of doing but, that, because like I said, I think Seattle's a, a team that could. Seattle can compete eat, against any anybody. of these teams. That well, are yeah, here, they you know they I mean? definitely Luis Castillo going out there throwing a dud the last game. That, that really made me sad. Well, he but, did that for like the last two or three outings. Yeah, no, you know that's what, what I made mean? me sad. Like, I don't, so I don't know what's going on there. But, but I agree at that point. But look, put this in perspective, gentlemen. So they go out there. They, um, you know, let's say they win a game one. They win a game one. The formula that they used. But then game two, she gets the fan. Andrew Heaney's Andrew Heaney from the Yankees, and they they go and <laughs> very bad and, and get smacked and. Then you're telling me that a bullpen game, game three, anything can fucking happen. Yeah. Exactly. And if any team's more built that way, obviously the Rays, the in my Rays. opinion, will make it happen. They're not slouches either, man. Their lineup's still gonna no, they're they're, they're gonna make it happen. Good. Randy yeah, their lineup's big good. game Randy, bro. 
That that's is true. You big do game, have Randy. And that's why I think the it, Rays are better suited for this because Kevin Cash does this all season where he just kind of, oh, you know what, I'm going to have an opener today and then I'll bring in who I need to to get me those. Like he, he's, doing, he's been doing this all year and the Rangers don't do that until recently where – um, I saw a game where Martin Perez came in, you know, to get some relief innings in. After, and that's going to uh, be probably his role, man. That's like, what I'm saying. And he's so, a he's a Swiss Army knife that, um, you know, he's used. I'm not saying he's bad, bum garner, but he's going to be the guy that Bruce Boshi may lean into. You know, he what was in the All Star last year? Like, I mean, he still has that in him. Yeah, I I just think uh, the Rays are better suited. Uh, I mean, not, and don't get me wrong, Tampa Bay or I mean uh, Texas has the experience. I mean. Corey Seager has been in the playoffs. Uh, Nathan Evaldi has been whole, in the playoffs. His whole life. That's what I'm saying. Players. I think Marcus Simeon, wasn't he in the playoffs last yeah, year? Yeah, he's in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. So it's not like they, the don't, have the, they don't have experience um, on that team. I just think Tampa Bay, in my eyes, is better suited for a three-game series. I think if this was five, I'd say Texas had the better hand. On paper. On, on paper, paper yeah. I think. But yeah. I think it's a three-game series. Kevin Cash is going to know who to put, plug in. He And we've seen it. He does make the right moves when needed. Well, sometimes I want to believe. Sometimes I, I, want I mean, we all that. know what happened to Blake Snell when he took him out, and what ended up happening yes. that year. But the okay. Rangers have okay. one okay. thing um, that is going for them is that you know they finished with the same record than the Astros, and obviously they didn't win the AOS, so they had a little bit of chip on their shoulder, being upset in that regard. And it's it's gonna be it. It'd be crazy, but homie, go ahead, man. What do you think? No, like I, I was I, like I, I. As much as I want to believe in the Rays, I don't. I, I have a hard time believing that Kevin Cash knows knows what moves to make it at you know certain points in the game, where I think sometimes he might do what's the more risky move. You know what I mean? Whether that be leaving someone in, whether that be taking someone out early. You know what I mean? Trying to overthink it, I guess you could say. And I think that's going to continue to hurt him. I haven't seen anything that's told me otherwise. I get what you're saying. He's done it all year with all the injuries and everything that they've had to, you know, overcome throughout the season. But at the same time, I mean, the postseason, not just for players, for managers too. You know what I mean? That spotlight can get to them also. So. All right, man. So for predictions. I was going to say, I'm writing, writing down. Down. Okay. I'm writing them Carl's down. Carl's putting, putting it down on paper. So I got, I got Tampa in, um, in this series. Over Texas. In two and games? I, three games. I say it goes all three. I got Texas just because I think their last couple games, this, those last that last week and a half was a whole lot tougher than Tampa's. So you got Texas in two, three? Um, I got Texas in three. Texas does play a lot more high leverage games. Yeah, they were they they were in the more intense. The energy was up higher. I mean the and it is worth noting this will be in Tampa as well. Yes, it is. So they got to go to that fucking dump and. Beat them there. Yeah, it is true. The one thing is, do I want to make the fun pick and pick the team that would be more fun, which probably should be the Rangers, right? The Rangers, you know, new and hot. The Rays are boring. They do, I, you I, know, they do it. But I think they got it. Instead I of picking with my my, you know, my my heart, or, sorry, with my gut, it's telling me Rays, man. I think the Rays figure out enough enough pitching and get enough hitting to make it happen. And if there was a wild card MVP, it'll be Randy. I Brand. think so too. That think about every time he's Corey, been in. Corey Seager. Well, yeah, no, Corey, don't. Corey's get me been wrong. cold, bro. A little bit colder than. I mean, obviously, it was a tour. It, it's a crazy start that he's had, but man, Corey Seager. Postseason changes a lot of things, and I, we all know Randy's there. Yeah. We all know, but we all know Corey Seager can also be one of the greatest players in the game of baseball. I think realistically, I really do think. The, I know statistics might not prove it, but I don't think the Texas's offense is that much better than Tampa Bay's. Yes, they're better. Tampa Bay was world beaters start the year. That's I mean, they're no wonder Franco, but they still got Yandy Diaz. You know, Yandy Diaz. They still uh, have you know, Isak Paredes. Yeah, They got Randy Harold Ramirez. I mean, they got that dudes. Guy they got, some, they dudes. got some dudes over there. Yeah, and I'm not saying they don't. Again, I'm not saying they don't. I very easily think Tampa Bay can win this too. You know what I mean? I do just think that. Uh, I like I said, I have trouble believing that they're going to be different than what we've seen in the past. Just because I've seen it so often now. Yeah, well. Me personally. So, well, that's just, just to, my take. To throw one last thing, that wild stat. So, Josh Lowe and Nathaniel Lowe are brothers, and they're playing against each other huh. in this series. Awesome. But on a more somber note, um, their mom has cancer, and she won't be there. So, Darn, prayers up yeah. to the Lau. Or not Lau, sorry, because that's the Brandon Weirdass. He says his name weird. La- prayers up to the Lowe family. Lowe. Not yeah. the Lau. 
family. Yeah. I did see that as well. That's got to be tough. Yeah, man. They're playing for something super they're, fun, but yeah, that on their they, mind, they yeah, can, only it's, ima- it's really tough. can only imagine how hard it's that hurt. could be. You know what I mean? So going over to the other AL. Uh, you you want to jump to NL real quick? Just let's just fun? finish up the AL. You want, you want uh, AL? It's up to you, yeah, man. Let's just finish up the AL. All right, go ahead. That way we can finish it all there. Okay. Uh, Twins and Toronto. Again, I think this is going to be. Uh, Twins have not won a playoff game in 19 years. I mean, I don't care who wins this. They're going to get smacked around by Houston, personally. That's the way I feel. Yeah, maybe so. But Toronto goes out and wins. I mean, you I mean, got a bunch of free swingers out there. I mean, there, I, you though. just hate that Houston got the break that they did. You know, they have the tiebreaker, so then they're able to. And for most teams, like last year, the Braves and the Dodgers got eliminated in the DS, and they were, you know, obviously head and shoulders above everybody else during the regular season. And the layoff hurt them. The Astros, they've been there, done that. This is They're just retooling now. So they, they got exactly what they wanted. Yep. I 18 think, in a row, sorry. 18 games in a row, Twins have lost. They've not won one damn game. So that's, you do the math, that's like five straight times they got swept. And that's why I think they're finally due. They're not playing the Yankees, who seem to eliminate these guys every year. Um, Toronto's offense has not been great. The only thing that I think they have, and I, I wouldn't say an advantage, but they that they kind of have an upper hand on is that they have Kevin Gosman. Um, game one. Game one. And I think he's going to be the only difference maker. because, And I don't think it's by a lot. Um, I think Pablo Lopez, I'm not saying he's better than Kevin Gosman. I don't think that. But I think he can definitely compete. compete. He can, he can definitely, give, you know. He can hold his own against them for sure. And like I said, a struggling Blue Jays offense all year. I mean, I, that's why I think Pablo Lopez could So make many a, damn guys in that lineup. How it just doesn't come together, it makes no sense. Is the pitching that much better in the AL East? And they need to get good fixing of the central, but Minnesota's no slash or no pushover. No, so. I think Minnesota's actually still got a pretty decent team. But I mean, you have, like you said, Pablo Lopez, and then you're going who's Sonny Gray. Gray game two. Which yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong, Sonny Gray's a hell of a pitcher. But Maybe I mean, the is, sheriff is he a postseason pitcher? Play, no. Just some fun stats. Uh, <clears throat> their pitching rotation in the month of September was ranked seventh in WAR, and you know all thirty teams, and also their offense was number one. In the month of September in war. Who are we talking about? So they're hot, the Twins. Oh, the Twins are the hottest teams in the Twins. So they're getting hot. So the, the Twins, twins are hot, hot right now. Nobody's talked about them because they are in the Central and they did play some shitty teams in that spam. That's but, my, that's always my problem. I mean, I but, mean the strength of your schedule, especially coming down that last the, that last month, the last two weeks. Doesn't matter though. Because I, I saw the only reason I say that is because we saw Houston. They lost to Oakland and Kansas City the last like three series they played against them which in September. And so that's why I think that doesn't make a huge difference because now Houston's they won the division anyways, and even losing to those shitty teams. Yeah, but they still had to win. They still had to win games at the end there. I at mean, the yeah, end, it mattered. Yeah, yeah, the shows, know, yeah they like, beat Seattle this last weekend, and you know they won what they needed to. But I think just because they played who they played, the Twins, I don't, doesn't take away the fact that their bats are hot and their pitching's fucking been lights out. And I mean they that's have, true. And they have probably one of the best closers in the game in uh, Johan Duran. So that is also very true. Couple but, thing couple things here. So Royce Lewis, uncertain that he whoa. can play tomorrow. There's a lot of people there. Uh Bright uh Byron Buxton didn't even work didn't even work out today. So Carlos Correa also not Yep. Um, 100%. Correct. So, I mean, big big guys there. So, that means that they're going to be reliant on... That's their three on, biggest. Joey Gallo, I believe, is also injured. So, they're going to be reliant on... That's not going to be... That's not going to hurt. You know... Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo is your pinch hit type of guy that you just hope goes up there and hits a bomb when the game is tied at the bottom of the ninth. I mean, sometimes it works. Hummy, you start this off, man. You went, you went last last time. So, why can't the Blue Jays win this? Because I just don't... I don't think their offense is that good. Hmm. I don't. I don't think they have what it is. I mean, I think they still have Boba shit while a, a free swinger. I mean, the dude. You know what I mean? He's a, not Javi Baez, but kind of reminds me of Javi Baez in a sense. You know what I mean? He's a little bit. He's way more disciplined than Javi Baez is for sure. But he still gets caught swinging at a bunch of shit that you probably shouldn't be swinging at. But can they often. pitch enough? Huh? They can't pitch enough. To win I it? mean, with Gossman and who else? Who do you have? Game two, freaking Ryu still over there? I mean, no, they wouldn't go Ryu. They probably uh, go Bassett. He had a great year. Cole Bassett and then they go Chris Kikuchi. Bassett. And Game three. So they they do have on paper have a lot of guys that can make it happen. You know, even Barrios. You know, he he knows a couple of those guys from the Twins. Now nah, my my only my only concern pitching wise would be I mean would be Gossman. 
That's really, I mean, obviously, again, they're all pros. I, we all understand this. And, yes, uh, Kikuchi can go out there and throw seven shutout innings against anyone on any given day. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't see it happening. So you got the Twins winning not only their first game, but their first series in I, over X amount of years. See, that's tough. That's tough. Now, they might be cursed. Because I can still see Toronto winning this series. Because I don't think the Twins are that good either. This might be this might obviously we're, you're having more trouble debating this one than last one. You were pretty convicted on, um, you know, convinced on the Rangers. I'm not convinced on the Rangers. I just feel more strong on the Rangers. You know what I mean? That feel for them and just being kind of who they are, having the guys that they have. Because I mean, you got a Raldis Garcia all of a sudden comes back from being hurt down there, and now these guys are slugging it again. You're right. You know what I mean? Oh, you, now you have a Rollers Garcia in there that starts slugging it. it. Was not to say that Corey Seager catches fire and just says, "Let me jump on this board." Yeah, that protection now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now I got now these guys start going because all of a sudden one guy came in with a little bit of fire that wasn't in the lineup for a little bit. You know what I mean? And that I can definitely see happening. Mm-hmm. Over there, I can see it being a shootout, and I just I don't. I can see both teams losing. I can see both teams winning in a way, but it just to me it, it's. I guess in that series, you're picking the ones that have the bigger guns. And that's the Rangers. If Over there, or if it's a shootout in that in that series, yeah, with Toronto now, in, in this series, in like this series, it's, it's, I mean, you're telling me you'll take the you take the Twins lineup with the aforementioned people that may not be available over the Blue Jays lineup. That's like I know that I know the Blue Jays haven't been who the Blue Jays were supposed to be, right? They if, if Correa and all them guys, and if, if they're not playing, then yeah. It's just, I mean, you telling me Kyle Farmer's gonna hold it down? No. So, you know, it's it Pablo Lopez set the pitch's ass off if they don't have those boys in there. And so it leads me to say, you know, me personally, the Blue Jays have way too many guys, man. I'll take Toronto. And they got way too many guys. So it's like, how many many games? I can see this one going in two. Damn, quick one. How many says two, Carlos? Let me explain to you why the Twins are going to win this series. Talk to me. Um, Blue Jays offense struggling all year. Can't just, they just haven't been able to hit the ball like, you know, they've expected to or like they have in the past. Um, yes, they have Kevin Gosman. Yes, they have the Jose Barrios and you know Chris Bass and those guys. But I think Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray are going to silence those bats enough. And I'm not saying you know they're going to hit the over on any of these games, but I think Minnesota gets a couple runs, one, two, three runs even. It's just gonna, it's and gonna I think it's hard. over. Buxton, Gallo, Keiko's out. Keiko's on the league. I saw, and that's why I think um, yeah, maybe there's you know they're missing some key pieces, sure, but I think. Their pitching is, in my eyes, and maybe a little biased eyes, better than Toronto's, and that's why I think Sonny Gray, Pablo Lopez are going to duel, and that's why I take Minnesota, simply because of those two starting pitchers. And they're, I like um, Jose, uh, Johan Durant, Johan Durant to, to close out now. games over a freaking uh, homeless-looking guy. What the hell is his name? Jordan Romano. Oh, yeah. So, so I have Minnesota. So the two brothers can't agree on anything. You guys both split the first series, split this one. He's probably going to be right on both of them. You know, me personally, looking at what needs to transpire, it's in Minnesota, right? Yep, in don't, Minnesota as well. Don't be dicking up for these guys. Like, I don't feel like they're going to really – they don't – you know, home field advantage is not a thing yet. They, they haven't been successful in so many years that I don't believe that's going to play much into it. Now, we look at offensively and – we we talked about the two away teams. If they can go out there and cause havoc early, can cause a lot of uncertainty with the way they would approach the game, right? So the Twins, let's say they get game one, cool. Game two, they're going to go out with Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray can have his New York moment, and then they're going to have to go out there and expend maybe a Kenta Maeda who has the experience. Anything can happen. So me personally... What I'm seeing here, the Blue Jays make it happen, and the Blue Jays win in three. Blue Jays, all right. Give me Blue Jays Houston instead of Blue Jays Twins. I'm looking ahead. I mean, I, the twin, yeah, the Twins, ahead, that's the, a whole different ballgame. The Twins go into Houston and they get eaten alive in three in three games. They they lose two and then they. I think Toronto they, does too. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, Toronto can can bang a little bit, man. I feel like they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be able to finally realize that. We got all these guys on the team. 
There's, you know, they have those X factors that maybe haven't done shit during the season, but like the Brandon Belt and all those guys that have been there before, they can have that veteran leadership that can make it happen. And I don't think I could say the same with the Twins, especially if Carlos Correa is not playing. So, give me the Blue Jays. That's yeah. Like so, said, so that's this kinda... one, this one I sided with you, homie. Last one I sided with Carlos. Give me the Blue Jays. You said in three, right? In three. And you got the Twins in two. I, got him, I have them in three. You have them in three because I think. Uh, Assuming this goes to a game three, I like Joe Ryan up there for, you know, Minnesota. So, yeah, I got Minnesota in three. I think Toronto takes that one, but either either one of those teams, I think, is... Uh, yeah, either one after this, don't matter. Yeah, but I think it's over for this round. Yeah, I got... Give me Minnesota. Okay, so I'm now sure. going over to the NL then, we got a... Uh, you guys want to do Philly and Marlins first or Brewers and Diamondbacks first? Let's go Brewers. Brewers and Diamondbacks. So they're in Milwaukee. Uh, Three-game series over there. You have the news of Brandon Woodruff being hurt, possibly not playing for the whole postseason. Tough. What does this do for these guys? Because now you're losing your number two. Still got Freddie, though. Well, yeah, you got Freddie Peralta. Don't get me wrong, but he's... I mean, he's looked better. He's looked way better towards the end of the year. Like, in reality, this probably was the easiest one to pick if everything was... All things considered, we're right. If they did have Woodruff, then, you know, you're like, ah, oh, that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I would say so. But freaking Marlins, man, they just have that shit. Looking at them right now. Whoa, they got whoa, whoa. They, they got Jake Berger and then, and Josh <laughs> Bell. Just kidding. Jumping but, ahead here. But beyond that, um, oh, that's the wrong team. So we're talking about with the Brewers, all things considered. Brewers and yeah, Brewers and Diamondbacks. Yikes. And, um, so... <laughs> The Diamondbacks had to expend their frontline starter, Zach Gallen, to get to the postseason. He's not lined up for game one. Merrill Kelly also would be on short rest if he were to go. It's going to be – Diamondbacks, to me, don't hit enough. They have table setters at the top of the lineup. Corbin Carroll, rookie of the year, hands down. Amazing ball player. But they don't have that thump in the lineup. They don't have a, a – Christian Walker ain't that guy. Yeah. Now, the same could be said with the Brewers, too, though. The Brewers, you know, they they don't have a ton of dump in that lineup, but they do have veterans like Carlos Santana, who's been there with the Indians. He's been there countless times before. Heck, even Willie Adamas did it when he was with the Rays. Like, they have guys, Kristen Yelich, who was there, part of a couple deep playoff runs with the Brewers. They have the guys. They have the dudes. I mean, and the pitching still... the pitching is going no matter. You take Brandon Woodruff off, you still want to take the Brewers over the Diamondbacks pitching. No. Yeah. Over the Diamondbacks? No, I wouldn't take uh, the Diamondbacks pitching at all. No, I'll, yeah, that's what we're saying. That's what we're saying, yeah. Yeah, you'd take the Brewers over them. Even the without uh, Corbin Burns, you still have, like you said, Freddie Peralta. Uh, you still have Wade Miley, which, you know, has looked has good. Experience. Then you have Devin Williams, which is arguably the best reliever in the game this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? To close and them out, too. the so. best reliever in the playoffs. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, yeah, you can definitely say that, too. There's just nothing that excites me about this Diamondbacks team other than they're young, and they, I think they have a good little core, but I don't think they have it for Same. this year. Same. I think they're maybe a year or two away from being a legit like competitor. Couple pieces, like yeah. you said, the lineup is missing a real like a piece or two that you can you know say's got some scare in that lineup. I mean, you're not trying out Evan Longoria out there, and he's not going to make you scared. I mean, yeah, you know, like, yeah. You know, Christian Walker has his moments, but he's not no Paul Goshman. You know, yeah. like it's one of those things. And and right now, I mean, the Diamondbacks looking at the injuries here. I mean, nothing really. To know, I mean, Tommy Fan's been a great addition to them. He's been doing some good things. But yeah, that lineup does not put any fear in Nobody. my heart. And if they no. go down in any capacity, the Brewers would just shore that shit up and be over with that. I think they're going to do it regardless. I mean, Cattell Marte is probably your biggest stump in that lineup, and he hasn't really had a great year. You know what I mean? Obviously, he's been on – he's done a good job of helping the team get to where he needs to get to, you know, 276. Um yeah, no. 82 RBIs, nothing, you know I mean, what I mean? Like, it's not, like, like that's the biggest bat. No. Other than, obviously, Corbin Carroll, you know what I mean? Yeah, there, you have him. You have Guriel Jr. there as well, too. But, you know what I mean? None of these guys really pop out and say, this guy's going to be a difference maker. I mean, if there's going to be a difference maker other than Corbin Carroll, which he can't do it by himself. No. You know what I mean? Cattell Marte, to me, would be that guy, and I just don't see him having that huge of an impact. It is worth noting, though, Christian Walker did hit 33 bombs the closest one to that on the Bra on the Brewers is Willie Adamas with 24. So uh, you want to talk about not a team having pop? They don't really have pop either. Yeah. Christian Yelich 19, 
Well, William Contreras, 17, and, you know, the Diamondbacks had Christian Walker with 33, Car- Corbin Carroll with 25, Cattell with 25, Luis Gurriel, 24. So, I mean, realistically, I mean, the Milwaukee doesn't have as much, if not really, or they might even have less pop than the Diamondbacks. The thing I about think. Milwaukee, though, they do everything else right. They play I, the best defense out of any team that's left right now from what everything that they're saying. So their defense is beyond solid. And they have just enough sprinkle in that lineup, you know, with even Mark Canna that they got from the Mets during the deadline. They have enough to get a squeak out, you know, three, four runs, which right. with that pitching staff, if it's, it is who they are. And, again, take Woodruff off, yes, it, it does make it maybe where they're they're not the – the fully healthy, they're the best rotation, I believe, in the NL. It's just, like you said, they don't hit enough. So they got to hit just enough to get past – the Diamondbacks, who don't have much stump in their lineup, and they'll be on the next round. And, again, me personally, selfishly looking ahead, obviously I would like the Dodgers play the Diamondbacks, like, without question. Like, right. without question. Like, they're that the Dodgers would have, you know, L.A. Dodger South and Phoenix, like, they Dodger Stadium, that they sell that thing out. Like, they're not even – it'll be, you know, three home games. But – yeah, man, Diamondbacks are fun. They're they're maybe a you know they're a little early. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of good things going, and they're going to be able to be competitive and maybe look for other pieces to solidify what they have in that young core. But the Brewers are going to get through here, and they're going to get they're going to get through in in three, man, because they're going to have to probably face Zach Gallen game two. Zach Gallen, one of the best young arms in the game. He's a gamer, man. He's going to look good out there. But you know, give me Merrill Kim, Merrill Kelly game three, and that's food. Brewers got that. So I jump first. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go Brewers in three. I got Brewers in two. I, I just don't see it even with. Uh, you don't think all these rumors, though. So one thing we, we were listening to earlier. So the Brewers GM walked out on the job to go take the job with the Mets. And apparently there's like a open secret that he was going to take Craig Council with them. To be, I, I just heard that earlier. Yeah, to, to take to be his manager. So it might be a little distraction there, but. I mean, it has to, a lot of shit has to go wrong for the Brewers not to win this. Yeah, I think like I think when it comes to lineups, they come they're pretty evenly. Honestly, um, I just think the big factor here is that the Brewers have, like you said, the best defense going for them, and their pitching is just much better in all aspects. Starting their bullpen, everybody, um, Freddie Peralta, Corbin Burns, Adrian Hauser, Devin Williams, Miley. I mean, they they have arms, you know, for days. For days so. That's why I think Brewers take care of this in two. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see Arizona really doing a whole lot, to be honest with you. And if I, and if they do, they'll they'll shock me, honestly. Yeah, that's kind of how I see it too. It's just another division, not so exciting, honestly. I'm not really too pressed on watching these games. You know that Tampa Bay, uh, Texas series, and honestly, this Phillies Miami series. Do you top two? It's, it's, it's an exciting one for me, too. Just because Philly looks fucking scary, dude. Philly top to bottom looks like they can, uh, like like they have a chance of going for it all again. You have the lineup. Your pitching's there. You have the bullpen. I mean, what more do you need? Do they have the bullpen, though? What? With what's his name? Uh, with Hector, whatever his last name is over there. Hector Neris? Is it the, the lefty, right? No, you're thinking of Jose Alvarado. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, Alvarado. Yep. Yeah, I think dude's uh, dirty from the left side. Yep, like jumping into this game, um, Phillies and Miami. In my head, this is the most uh, anything could happen series. And the only reason I say that is because while Philly's hot right now, Philly's really hot. But I think Miami plays such a scrappy, such a scrappy brand of baseball that I honestly can see them squeaking out a couple here. I, I'm not picking them. But Miami, I think this is going to be the tightest series between all of them, other than maybe Tampa and Texas. I think this series between Philly and Miami might be the most, the closest one, you know, every game. I mean, the only thing to take away is that, yeah, they don't have their horse and Sandy, you know, he's out. And Yuri Perez, who is very talented, he's also out with the bad hip. So they're going to be leaning on Jesus Lazardo, who, you know, had a good year. Yes, had a good Can't year. Can't knock that from him. But they're counting him game one um, to go up against, you know, Zach Wheeler, who obviously just last year, you know, was in big games, was in the World Series. But the Phillies lineup, 
has been there, done that. They will not be anywhere near scared of the moment. They're at home, which is that crowd, Philly fanatics, man. They go crazy. You know, I mean, Philly's got a crowd. You know what yeah, I mean? Philly Philly, got Philly's got some people. They got to go to the bank. They get excited. The you bank know what is I mean? a crazy place to play in. The atmosphere is insane. Um, yeah, their offense, Philadelphia's offense, is what gets me, man. Uh, Kyle Schwarber with 47 bombs. Castellanos with 29. Turner with 26. Harper with 21. He did miss a good chunk of the season. Real Muto, Alex Bohm with 20. I mean, they have so much pop in this lineup. But not even pop, but just guys, table setters. They got it all. The thing that worries me in the long run is their pitching, but for a three-game series, I think Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola and I guess Taiwan Walker, I mean, I think they're better than Miami's starting three. Or well, well, I mean, with Philly, you go you go Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola, right? One-two punch, boom, boom. Over with Miami, you go Jesus Lazardo, and then who goes game two? So Eduardo, the- Eduardo Cabrera? No, they're going to go with uh, Braxton Garrett. 360 so Bra- ERA on the year. So Braxton Garrett, he actually was a pleasant surprise for those guys. And then, like you said, three six on the year, one point one five whip, and you know he was out there being a, a constant in a lineup that in a rotation that missed their big their Cy Young. Yeah. You know what I mean? Their Cy Young from last year didn't show up this year. He had and, a hangover, I guess, huh? Yep. And kudos to new general manager Kim Nye, Kim Nye, woman GM. Oh yes, yes. Who you know year one got the team in the playoffs and now, if history is correct again, it's I'm looking not. at the World Series champions. It's not, but it's definitely it's not. No, they don't have what the 2003 Marlins had or the 1987 yeah. Marlins had. They don't have anything like that. You don't. You don't have Miguel Cabrera over there. No. Shout out, Miggy. Happy retirement. Yes, most you know definitely. I mean? But yeah, I mean, I got. I what mean, you got? it's a. I think, like I said, this is going to be a fun one to me. I, I'm real excited for Philly. I'm real excited to see them because, honestly, I got them winning in three against Miami. I think Miami does take one from them. But I'm excited for that Phillies-Braves matchup. That's what I'm real excited for. Rivalry, right, in your division. Run it back. Last year, run it Nobody back. Nobody wants it more than the Phillies. Run it back. You know what I mean? And Braves fans that I know are really, Braves really fans nervous. wanting it back. You know what I mean? It's yeah. For the same reason, yeah. right? Like, nobody, I mean, that's going to be super exciting. But, yeah, I do got the Phillies uh, beat in Miami in three here just for the simple fact that their lineup bangs top to bottom. This is in Philly. In right. Philly. So, right. Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos. I mean, they've been there. They've Yeah, they've all been there in multiple times. You know what I mean? This isn't going to be any of their first time. So, I think they all want it. I think uh, they definitely have a chance to do it because, like again, Aaron Nola um, and Zach Wheeler, I think these guys are are great one-two punches. They know what it's like to do it. They did it last year, right? Helped them get all the way to the end there. So, I mean, I think there's definitely a shot that they can do something. Michael Lorenzen, he's thrown, you know, had his magical moments this year, right? So, I think there's definitely a lot. And then you got Jose Alvarado in that bullpen. I think he's a nasty closer personally so i think they definitely have a shot for it all all right carlos what's up uh yeah staying on you know very similar to his takes i think that lineup is just going to be too much for a lot of unexperienced arms a lot of arms that are kind of on the lower end of the spectrum for miami you know they are missing their big dogs so that's why i think their lineup's going to be too much and it's in the bank i think i i mean not a lot of fields don't have home field advantage per se. Like, for example, Tampa Bay doesn't have, yeah, it's Tropicana and yeah, you know, fans show up, but it's nowhere near how the bank is going to get come tomorrow. So I think that playing, you know, in Philadelphia, I think Philly wins this in two. Um, what are, what what game do they have tomorrow? They have the the primetime game, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. So 6 o'clock, perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be dark. It's going to be red. Oh, it's yeah, I got Philly in two for sure. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a great atmosphere. Philly in two, I got Philly in three. Jose, where are you going with it? It's hard, man. I wanted to make a case in my head whether Marlins were gonna be um <laughs> this whole time I was quiet just trying to see if I could say something smart. <laughs> but I just can't wrap my head around, you know, them not having the pitchers that they would lean on, even though they are young, they're inexperienced. But I don't really feel like the Marlins have enough to get the ball to David Robinson to close games or whoever it may be that they turn to in the bullpen. Yes, Johnny Cueto's on his team, and he's been around in uh, you know one World Series and has the plethora of experience. But 
the Marlins are just in for a tall task there against a team that did this exact same thing last year where they got hot. They played in, in collectively is more than one guy. I mean, Trey Turner, he had the standing ovation and went off. Short were just his bombs. Castellanos is one of the hottest hitters in the league. You know, it's one of those things where there's so many guys that are going to be factored in. And these arrivals like Josh Bell and Jake Berger that came over to the Marlins and provided some spark for them to get to the playoffs, which is cool to see, especially how they played, you know, down the stretch to make it. And, and they're also, in their mind, playing some good ball. But playing some good ball and doing it before is different. And my and Philly has done it before. Miami, not a lot of these guys have done it before. So, yeah, man, I'm going to go Philly, man, because I think the thought of having that rematch, Braves-Phillies, last year, Phillies knocked out the Braves, who were just, you know, not, you know, this year the Braves are historically good. Last year they were good as shit as well. It's going to happen. Um, Phillies, Braves, one more time. I got Phillies winning this in two quick games. Two quick ones. You guys are making it a quick one for the AL teams, huh? For the NL. For the yeah. NL, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean. It looks like we left nothing to be desired, man. I mean, we didn't really give Arizona any love, um, especially because we just saw the graphic to do that starting game one, three, nine, three with the seven. Three and nine with the seven ERA. Yikes. What? Like, like, <laughs> that's the best we got. I mean, they, hey. they can't bang. I, it, obviously, a lot, we've seen weirder things, but it's not a one-game playoff. It's still a three-game set. Yeah. And the better team in this scenario would win. The Brewers are one of the hottest teams. We all swept there, and then we also played the hot hand with the Phillies, and I think Miami just hasn't, you know, doesn't have the guys. It'd be different if they had Sandy and and Yuri because maybe. 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 It might be more tight. I mean, it'd be a huge difference. It'd be tight. I'd yeah, I mean, it'd, huge it'd be tight. Yeah, yeah. It'd be tight for sure, but I don't think unless Sandy is to throw one of his uh, memorable, you know, nine games, games CGs, you know yeah. what I mean? I think that bullpen lets up. Even even Robertson, man, I don't think he's honestly – I mean, he's good. I don't think yeah. he's he's that great. I think he can definitely blow a couple – I think he can blow it here in the postseason, and uh, unfortunately I just don't see that bullpen holding up for Miami right now. And uh, other, other four teams that we talked about in the NL, I mean, pitching, Brewers are superior, more better than any of the teams that are there including the Phillies, but... I don't know, man. I think Phillies pitching staff is going to... I mean, it surprised the shit out of me last postseason. I mean, Aaron Nola came out and that dude dealt. I mean, Zach Wheeler came out and that dude dealt. I mean, Taiwan Walker, you saw... I mean, I'm I'm kind of taking Taiwan Walker from, like, World Baseball Classic, where he actually came out and... Looked I mean, okay. He, he, looked, he looked decent, you know what I mean? If he can give if he can give you a decent starting for the four starts, the three, four starts to get to the World Series and through it... I mean that's going to be more than enough because your lineup's going to bang against anybody. Yeah, well, and that's you know what, what I mean? that, that's what I always go back to is, yes, every team has their ace. Every every team has you know. It's going to be the, it's going to be that. But three it's or always four that guy. one guy because yeah. I always go back to when Washington won the World Series and they had Anibal Sanchez out there dealing out there dealing. Yes, that's every he dealt. You know what yeah. I mean? He dealt, and I mean, and he was it, there two, three, maybe even four guys. It's that always year. it's always that. I mean, in the postseason again, this this short three game series is a little bit different. But you have that once five you get into and, the five and seven, that five and those two, it's whoever's that three and that four game starter that a team can have and that a team could carry is what makes a huge difference. Because if you find a guy that is going to give you, like I said, if Taiwan Walker can go out there and give you consistent, you know. Five six innings, or Michael Lorenzen, or know, a Michael Lorenzen, yeah, a that, Ranger Suarez that gives you that five or six innings when they go out there the three four times that they might go out there. You know what I mean? They might give up three or four runs, but you know your team's capable, very very capable of getting seven eight runs as well. You know what I mean? Like against anybody. Of the so teams I, we talked about, if any team can find those guys, I mean, why can't it be the Blue Jays? It could be. It very well could be. Like why can't it be the Blue Jays turning to a? Uh, you know, what's his name? Who? Not Ryu, the other guy, the other guy. Uh, Kaguchi. Kaguchi or Barrios finally figures it out. It pitches like he was with the that, that team has the arms for it, but obviously it's different. They haven't shown all that's, year. That's that's so what yeah. I was that's what I was going to. Is they they haven't shown me that those those guys haven't shown me that they could do it. These guys in Philly showed us last year that they could do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. With with for me with uh with Philly, Aaron Nola, and Zach Wheeler, these guys have showed me that they, they can go in there, they can handle the situation, and they're going to deal for you in the postseason throughout it. You know what I mean? Could it be different? 100%. It could be very different from what they did last time. But the fact that they did it last time shows me that they're capable of doing it again. I haven't seen that from anyone over there in Toronto. So, 
that's kind of where my take lines. If you had to rank these wild card teams, who would be your the number one team that you could see winning it all? The teams Philly. that are Philly, Philly, pretty easy. Yeah, I think out of the NL, I I I think Philly, and I think out of the AL, I would uh, say I'd say Texas. I'd say Tampa Bay over Texas. I'd um, say Texas Tim- is the wild card team. For me, if you're ranking all of them, it goes Philly, Texas, Tampa, Milwaukee. Um, this Milwaukee, probably the Twins, Miami, Toronto, Arizona. Damn, Arizona last, I think so for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think we can all agree on yeah. that. And I, who do you, who would you say, who would you put number one power rankings, wild card teams only? Wild card teams only, especially how things have transpired, it would have to be Philly. Yeah, and I think I was gonna do a dark horse pick and pick the Brewers, but Woodruff is it's a huge, that's it's a huge, huge. it's yeah. huge. Yeah. Like Especially Woodruff, was, Woodruff hit a fucking home run off Kershaw in 2018 in the playoffs and had that whole building going crazy. Like, he's been there before. He's pitched well. He's a big piece to be missing. Woodruff misses the wild card. You can get by. Woodruff misses the NLDS, and you have no shot. I mean, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think they – obviously, hopefully not. I don't think they beat the Dodgers without Woodruff. No, 100%. They, they, I, don't, I, I think it's a struggle for them to beat them with him, um, and without him, it's just that much harder. Yeah, you know I, mean? I agree. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't. The only thing that would surprise me here is you know when these other teams like Arizona and Miami take out Brewers and the Phillies, but I'm not trying to predict you know next round matchups. We can do that on another episode. <laughs> yeah, we can like do that. that when we get but there. <laughs> I just think Atlanta. If Philly wins this series, Atlanta should be shaking in their boots a no, little I, bit. No, I'm telling you, man. I, I do know a couple of Atlanta fans uh, that I swear they're Atlanta fans. Have been around. <laughs> But been around for a year and a half. Been around for a year and a half, yeah. <laughs> but Philly is slight kryptonite, especially where they have even better year than they had last year. They have the definite odds-on MVP. They have the Cy Young. They have a lineup that is just robust, historically great. Four guys, three guys with 440 home runs. They had six guys with 30 home runs. And they had... They tied the Twins for the most home runs in a regular season, 307. They bang like nobody else that's in the postseason right now. Yeah, that is true. That line they up can in that pitch. Line they can pitch. You know, they went out and got Iglesias, who looks like solidified the back end of that bullpen. They still got Minter. They still have all those guys. But the Phillies just have the ability to know that they've done it in the same capacity last year through the wild card. They can get hot. Well, Bryce can become that emerging leader that he has before. And and Philly just has, has enough to make that happen. That's definitely the one seed that got a shit in the, bar, shit in the stick. Obviously, they would rather trade places with the Dodgers in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure. They'd rather trade places with the Dodgers. Like, you look at the Orioles, too. The Orioles, look, they got a shit piece, too. I mean, they're going to face a race team that's going to, you know, be calculated and make moves against a younger team. That Well, not only that, but you face them fucking all season. And, wow, and, and it's one of those things, right? Or you're going to have a Rangers team that's going to really test those young arms, and they don't really have much in, in Baltimore. I mean, like you said, sorry, I don't want to get ahead. We're going to t- you'll talk about that when that when the dust settles by this weekend as the DS series start Friday for both uh, the NL and the AL. So, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We might have to slide through here Thursday night and, and get the – Catch the last game. Ca- and- catch the last game and, and, and give our predictions for what's going to happen the rest of the playoffs. But – I mean, I'm just really excited. Nothing like playoff baseball because those that really enjoy the game know that suspense is at all time. Leverage suspense, is, leverage energy. Is, I mean, yeah. enthusiasm. I these mean, are, these are. I mean, the, all these games are going to be must watch. It's really shitty that that Tampa Bay Texas game is the last one. The first or, I mean, the one. first one, the first one of the day. Um, in my opinion, that'd be the best series to watch. But if not, watch and that. And they're making them. They're making them do the first game of the day Wednesday too, which is just lame as fuck. Like that's should have switched they, it up. They a kept bit. the lineup the exact same. The AL series are one and two thirty, and then the NL are five and six. They really robbed us of getting the ability to catch. They should have done. Twin, they should have flipped. They should have done like Twins in Toronto, Brewers, Diamondbacks. Then you could have gone uh, Tampa. Texas, Philly, yeah, give Miami, us a, or whatever. One give, of us each. A, give us a 6-3 matchups in the morning well, and give us the 5-4 matchups at night. Yeah. Like, of course. That, uh, yeah. But it makes too much sense. And Rob Manfred's of, of a course. fucking moron. Yeah. 
<laughs> why would you do any of that? I did hear. I did hear earlier. I wanted to ask you guys. They brought up the topic of reseeding during the playoffs. That needs to happen. You think that that needs to happen? It needs to happen. I know that the Central's. Um, and it's it's an open it's an open like everybody that doesn't play in the central hates the central man, you know it, it's no secret like they them getting although they have to play in the wild card which yes it's a disadvantage air quotes right because you have to play an additional series yeah but you still are at home and you don't have to play any high leverage games in that shit division that you have so you know yes make the postseason but then recede if we look at it that way. Receding, right? Check this out. We recede. We recede the way it works. So then we got in the NL. Obviously, the Dodgers, Braves still won two, but then you got the. Oh, I guess the, the in the NL that's a bad argument because the Brewers actually did win ninety two games, and the Phillies won ninety games. So in the, in the NL, it almost shakes out the way it should. Yeah, it does. It'd but be the, the AL in, in AL, the next in AL. the next round is where you'd kind of have that. You know that shit. It won't be situation. a bracket. It would just be like receding. Yeah, because I mean, like in the NFL. Yeah, like in the NFL, exactly. Because if if say for whatever instance the the Diamondbacks the win. Diamondbacks are to beat the Brewers, you know what I mean? I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's fair for the Dodgers to get the six seed when the one seed's still chilling there. You know what I mean? So I mean, so if, at that if, point, if the six the, seed if the six seed advances, I think the six seed should have to play the one seed just because I mean, what's the what's I guess the catch other than the than the buy of of you know having the best record in all of baseball? I guess that makes sense. Where then the Dodgers would have to play the Phillies. Yeah, the so then round. the Dodgers would have to play the Phillies or Miami, whichever one of those. Obviously, you know what I mean. Just because of the way it's seeded, I mean, that's just personally kind of what it, I guess would make more sense to me because, like I said, if that's the case, then why not? Be okay with getting that second seed and just saying I, I'll have the weaker matchup. You it know? just worked out that way um, for the Dodgers, especially because the Central's just ass. So when you know you're going to get the winner of the Central and the sixth seed, you're going to have a better chance of getting make the hot. Ah, this dude got the fucking Rays winning anyway. Greg's crazy. Greg Amsinger got the Rays winning. I don't I'm know. not 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 to like cut you guys off, but. We've seen now three of these, um, you know, MLB Network reporters, you know, show their prep, their bracket. Uh-huh. Everyone has Philly beating Miami, but not one of them has picked Atlanta or Philly to beat Atlanta. Not one of them. Well, I don't think anybody's got. Nobody in the right uh, mind, uh, and everybody uh-huh. in the nobody in the right mind looking at it on paper is going to pick against the Braves mm-hmm. because of the season that they had. I mean, they're the lineup that they the had. team was I'm, built in the lab. I'm just going to say this, but we know what we saw with our own eyes last year, and that's well, why that, we all. But keep in mind, how many years did the Dodgers were they the fucking best team on planet for fucking the Cut best team in history? Had they to, they had, had every single reason to win the World Series. Everybody had them winning it easily, and they never did. Have to have a short. I understand, and I, I understand Atlanta did, has won one. <laughs> they won it without Acuna, but their pitching's not that great right now. They have a lot of hurt pieces. Freed's hurt. Freed's hurt. Moore Charlie Moore's hurt. You know. I mean, they're gonna rely. I mean, Spencer Strider's gotten hit around these last his last few outings. We saw what happened to him at the bank. I'm just saying, I, who you know, when we're, I'm getting ahead of myself, but not one of them had him. And um, that's just a little sneak peek into next episode. But I think there's going to be some upsets. Yeah, next episode, we'll do it. I mean, obviously, it would be cool to get out ahead of it now, but it would be cool to see where the chips fall with the wild card series. See right. how, see how you, bad no, we get. You never guessed. know. Yeah, you never know. See how but. bad we did, and then, you know, hopefully we can, <laughs> you know, do it better next time. We'll reflect on it next time. I mean, so so we have those real quick. Just kind of go into it, how you see the rest of the bracket playing, and then we can fill in and kind of see where things fell off um, at the end of it, right? So just real quick, obviously, I got Toronto taking Houston. I got Houston taking Toronto. Uh, Texas taking Tampa Bay. I have Texas taking uh, Baltimore as well. Um, and then I have Houston going back to the World Series. Unfortunately, I just see them a little bit too good right now still. That lineup's too good. Brewers to L.A. L.A. taking the Brewers. Philly taking uh, Miami. And then, I, God, I really want to say Philly taking Atlanta too. Um, seeing another Philly Astros World Series. Don't want that. As much as I don't want it, I think it's very possible. I think it's very possible. Well, we can get in depth, you know, come Thursday, man. Like I said, we'll come watch that that very last game. Though, Which would be Philly and... Uh, if it goes three. If it goes three, yeah. right. 
Um, you never know. They maybe all go too, and we're just sitting around on Thursday. With our, <laughs> we have a day off Thursday. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just submit it, man. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be really fun, man. And playoff baseball is so, what I live for, man. Here it is. Here it is, gentlemen. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. We got it. Baseball's here. Postseason baseball's here. Brackets are set. The table's set. Now it's time for everybody to go out and eat, man. Any last words you guys have there for everybody else that's got to enjoy the rest of this postseason? Yeah, I got a couple of nuggets. Uh, season's ended, right? Um, but the 2023 regular season attendance in major, for Major League Baseball was up 9.6% from last year. The game got better. The game's gotten better. And, I mean, I, I do think those – I was skeptical at first of those rule changes, but it does seem to have helped the game, seems to have gotten people more interested. Um, so that's one little nugget I had. Another nugget, the Texas Rangers spent 159 days in first place. Uh, Houston Astros spent 24 days and ended up winning it. So the, you can be in first all year if you want. It doesn't matter. Also, another nugget, top three payrolls uh, in baseball this year, the Mets, the Yankees, Padres. Not one of them's in the playoffs. Not even are they not in the playoffs. None of them were kind of close either. I mean, the Padres, I guess, were like four out coming this last week. Um, but, yeah, it goes to show you don't got to spend all this money to make playoffs or to win the World Series because you don't. Um the Astros' bullpen in their last nine games, 0.53 ERA in 34 Boom. innings, allowed two Boom. runs, 14 walks, 37 strikeouts, allowed only one home run in the last nine games. Boom. Um, so, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Uh, another thing look uh, not to look forward to, but another nugget, Terry Francona, retired officially. Hey, my man Terry. Ten years, as, 10 years as a player, 23 as a manager, won uh, close to 2,000 games, one. 1,950 wins, three AL pennants, and two World Series champions. Guy's a legend, Hall of Famer, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely no doubt. And um, I think that's all I had, actually. Miguel Cabrera going out, retirement. Oh, yeah, Miguel Cabrera. Congrats to Miggy. We said that earlier. Adam Wainwright going out Uncle on retirement. Charlie, Uncle Charlie's done for. Congratulations Fuck to him on guy. an amazing career as well. Um, Brandon Crawford could possibly be done. As well, Joey um, Votto could be done. Joey Votto as well. They haven't officially announced retirement, but these guys are their contracts are up this year. Um, there hasn't really been any talk about getting re signed by their current teams, so we could very well see this being the end. Maybe they sign somewhere else, especially if they want to keep playing. I hope it happens for them, but if not, congratulations on amazing careers to all four of those guys, right? Yeah, so. A uh, couple more things. Uh, Miguel Cabrera's final game yesterday, so there is no longer any active MLB hitters who have faced the Montreal Expos. Um, he was the last one. And then uh, Yankees have reported that Aaron Boone will be back next year. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't think he's necessarily the problem. It all comes up from up top. Um, I like Aaron Boone. Honestly, I don't mind him. He sticks up for the players a shit ton, and he just kind of plays with the, hands he, with the cards he's dealt with. There's nothing more you can really say about him. It's really Brian Cashman who's responsible for this. And also, Phil Nevin from the Angels is reportedly not coming back. Buck Showalter, too. Oh, yeah, Buck's also gone. Buck's gone, and then uh, dude from the Giants, right? Gabe Gabe Kapler. Kapler. Gabe Kapler, also gone, too. A lot of stuff really already happened right before the last couple games, right? Or even the day after. I mean, a lot of stuff has happened. And so, yeah, just, you know, some nuggets. But, yeah, postseason baseball is here. This is the most exciting time of the year. Um, people got to watch these games. The crowd, the energy is unmatched. It's going to be I unreal. realistically think this is the best playoffs of any sport, and I could be biased, but I think the crowds in all these stadiums are insane, especially Philly. So, go that ahead. One, that one's going to be fun. That, that one's going to be fun. That's yeah, all man. I got. One last thing to piggyback off you, Carlos. It, it's really cool to see that attendance is up. The highest has ever been in 30 years, right? 1993. Was was the last time they were able to surpass seventy million fans in a season? That's a big number, and it makes me very happy because we all know, we all feel it, right? There's constraints. You may not want to spend money in a lot of ways because of the way things are now, but people are making baseball important again. You know, you go to a game; it's not cheap. Um, for the most part, you spend a lot of money to go to a major league baseball game because of everything that goes on. But to make an effort to go, that means the game's in a good place. You know, it's a lot of young stars. No more of this service manipulation with these young stars. They get brought up now. The Ellie La Cruz, the, you know, all those guys that come Jordan up. Jordan Walker, Mason Wins. All those guys, you all know. Of 
You know, Corbin I mean, Carroll. I mean, the Dodgers had nine guys made their major league debut this year. You know, things like that make me super happy. And to see that baseball continues to grow and, you know, hopefully selfishly it comes to Salt Lake and other places beyond that, very happy. And this postseason's on the center stage to show what baseball is about. And these eyeballs, mine for sure, will be glued to TV. And hopefully all those others are welcome for the first time and are treated to a great postseason and a Dodger World Series victory. Whoa. Whoa. Relax. <coughs> Nobody wants that. But again, thank you guys all very, very much for listening. Thank you guys for sharing. Thank you guys for all the support and feedback that we've received. We really appreciate all of you guys, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you so much. <laughs>